Okay, what up, what up, what up? This is Dean from the Dean's List. Welcome, everyone. I appreciate your time, and I value your input. If you would, please take the time to comment and, um, uh, you know, give me some feedback on some of the issues and things that we're talking about. One of the things that we focus on here at the Dean's List is sales funnels and how they have the ability to change the whole way that e-commerce is done. You know, up until now, up until, well, I shouldn't say up until now, up until uh, sales funnels became popular, the run-of-the-mill everyday uh, way that they were doing e-commerce was, you know, just... uh, Carts. They had their carts, like, you know, the Amazon style or the uh, Shopify style, uh, where where you've got a bunch of different products on a page and you get to choose from which products you want. On a whole, um, when people have more than one thing to choose from, unfortunately, a confused mind says no. And more people leave than purchase. But with the sales funnel, you have the ability to guide somebody through your sales process and present them with a singular option so that, you know, you're you're guiding them to exactly what they need in order for you to service them at the highest level. That's the whole point behind sales funnels. You know, when I started uh, to educate myself on this, it was like, uh, it was all... Greek to me. It, it was all like it might as well have been written in Chinese. Um, I had no idea what I was walking into or how much was involved with uh, the education it was going to take to learn it all. And now that I'm this deep in it, um, you know, if I had the money to pay somebody to do it all, I would. <laughs> but um, I'm glad that I took the time to learn exactly what uh, I need to know in order to build a successful sales funnel. Now, when I say that, it, that doesn't mean like I've, you know, uh, have a huge success in sales um, or, or you know, more than one successful sales funnel. I, I you know, I, I don't even have a successful sales funnel. What I do have is a sales funnel that works. Now, I and I was told that you know when you you know build your funnel, uh, it's not going to work. But Uncle Russell, Uncle Russell B, tells you to pull out the audibles. You know, just like in football, in the two-minute warning, pull out your audible list and start tweaking plays, start running a different play, and so on your sales funnel. When it's not working, first thing you do is pull the headline audible and change your headline. See how people react until you can get them reacting well to that headline. You know, and, and ultimately, um, it's either your your hook, your story, or your offer. It's either the headline, the story that you're telling people, your message, or it's the 
the conglomeration of products that you put together, your offer, or maybe the price point, that is the problem. And so you change one of those, and then you run a test, run ads on it, see if how people react. If that doesn't work, you change something in your story, in your, in your message. If that doesn't work, then you change your offer. And one of them three is the problem. That's what uh, I'm told. And so last week I had my first $1,000 day in a sales funnel. How about that? Yay! Yeah, man. Uh, it's one of them things where it was a mile marker for me, for sure. Uh, but it was also a wake-up call that uh, there's there's something wrong with the funnel that needs tweaked. Uh, otherwise, this would have happened a long time ago. Uh, so I've got to pull the audibles out and change. I believe I know what it is, um, but I'm going to follow the process. I don't want to jump the gun. Uh, I'll change the... Uh, I'll change the headline, the hook, um, and uh, I'll add to the story, but I'm pretty sure it's my offer. Uh, I'm pretty sure my offer is not clear. I'm not clearly stating what they're going to get. I'm not making it very easy for them to get to the purchase. I think they have to work too hard to give me money, and so... um, uh, we're going to revamp the whole thing and uh, change a few things around and then run a test on that and see how that works. And then um, then I'll start with my uh, uh, my hook story and offer. Once it is accessible and very easy for them to see what the product is, it's very clear what they're getting for their money, then I'll, I'll start tweaking the hooks, the stories, and the offers one at a time and run tests on each. And uh, I'm almost, uh, you know, I, I have a, I don't know, it's one of them gut feelings when you know that you know that you know that this is the, uh, this is the funnel that's going to do it, uh, even though it's, it's not completely all my product, I'm just a partner in it, um, I can't wait to, to uh, get back home and, and put the work in, I'm on the road right now. And uh, it'll be about 24 hours before I'm home. So I'm, I'm riding home. I'm listening to audio books, uh, you know, that I've heard probably 13 times already. But it, it's re- repetition is the king of all learning, man. It is the master of all all learning. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, so, you know, and I'm someone who has hard time comprehending things like me has to go over things many, many times. So, uh, the other thing that uh, I've got to work on, that I'm having a hell of a time with, (coughs) is my follow-up sequences. The follow-up is such a big thing. Uh, You hear Grant Cardone talk about it, and and many, many others talk about it. Uh, First of all, you know, the list itself uh, should be, should be uh, what's the word I want to use? Should be coveted. Should be you know really really. Um, uh, what is the word? Cherished. 
is the word. Cherish the word is. Um, every you know, every day I've get I'm getting more and more opt-ins, and um, I've got a automatic autoresponder that uh, sends out about a four-page, four-four-email sequence. Um, but once again, uh, the the uh, the message isn't clear enough, uh, and and it's not. I wrote them kind of quick. Uh, I wrote them by myself, so I didn't have much input from anyone else. And it's kind of. I wish I had another pair of eyes on it. I guess I'm second guessing myself, uh, which I do quite often. Um, you know. And, and so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do what I was taught. I'm gonna do what I've learned and apply it. Now it's all about ap- application of of the uh, last two years of, of you know massive, massive amounts of input and of information that I've shoved into my brain of what works and what doesn't from from the masters that I follow. You know what I mean? Guys like Russell Brunson, guys like Jim Edwards. Um, you know, I, I've opted in and watched so many trainings and taken a look at so many other people's products that I'm on so many email lists. It's unreal. And I save all them. I know it's crazy because my inbox is like, I got 25,000 emails in my inbox. But I've got the mother of all swipe files when it comes to uh, follow-up email sequences. I have the mother of all, um, you know, cheat sheets. I can go to the masters like Frank Kern and, and look at what he sent me on day one, what he sent me on day two, what did Russell send out on day one, day two. You know, I actually have the swipe file that Russell gives away when you join ClickFunnels, but, um, you know, so I, people like, uh, oh, Penworthy and, you know, Peter Prue and, uh, guys that, you know, send you emails every day to service you at the highest levels. You know what I mean? I, I can, I can model what they're doing. I can take a look at their emails, how they're structured, what they're talking about, what are they talking about on day three? What are they presenting to me on day two? You know, stuff like that. So, you know, there's that's where the time comes in. You know what I mean? You got to dig that stuff up, and it takes time. You know, we're we're all into instant gratification. At least I know I was, um, and and there's remnants of that still in my character defects. Uh, I want what I want, and I want it now. You know, I want a successful funnel, and I want it successful right this second. I want to be walking across the stage to get my two comma club this year and uh, and it don't work like that man. You got to put in your dues. You got to put in your uh, time has to be put in. The work has to be put in or you don't get the results. I know that because of recovery. It's the same in recovery. If you uh, you know if you don't put the work in you don't get the results. If you don't put pen to paper and if you don't, you know, do what others have done before you successfully in your own way, then you don't get to stay sober. That's just how it works. You know, one of the niches that I'm going to be reaching out to, one of the, um, 
uh, conglomeration of people that I'm going to be reaching out to is going to be number one, addicts. Because I feel wholeheartedly, it's something I believe at, at my core, that if you take an addict, a heroin addict, um, that has uh, been out there for years and years and years, and, um, you know, had to wake up day in and day out, and find they had to find ways and means to get more money, and use them, you know, they had to use their brains to come up with ways to find money every single day. They had to use their their creativity, uh, whether it be for good or bad. Don't get me wrong. I know that it was not used in the proper way, but the fact of the matter is, if you take that same addict out of out of a uh, uh, a using and place them at the helm of a business and give them the opportunity to use that creativity. Obviously, once they're clean and sober, you know, I mean, you can't take them while they're still using and do this. But if you, once they're clean and sober, you take that same person and let them use their creativity to, you know, find ways and means to make their business work. Um, I believe you can put some of these guys at the helm of Fortune 500 companies and they would, you know, flourish. Because of that, uh, they've exercised the muscle of creativity. They've exercised the muscle of no matter what. They've exercised the muscle of I'm going to find a way no matter what and nothing is going to stand in my way. You know, so... I believe that you could take that same addict and put him at the helm of a company and do that. But and so it's going to be one of the uh, niches of people that I'm going to be going after and to service. Um, you know, we're going to be putting together a, a course for how to use the tools of recovery for the addict who just got out of rehab uh, or who's been struggling with relapse. And and uh, you know put them into some kind some coaching put them into a coaching program and help them to get sober. But uh, at the next level uh, or a couple levels up, uh, one of the uh, uh, coaching programs that I'm going to put together. <coughs> excuse me. One of the coaching programs that I'm going to put together is called CEO Addict. I actually bought the domain already. CEOaddict.com. And so um, it's going to be that scenario right there where uh, we're going to teach people to, you know, uh, use those same skills that they use for bad, that they use for their addiction and put them into a whole new perspective and a whole new trajectory and, and point them into starting a business and finding a way to be a productive member of society and growing a company um, for themselves, and uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's, I think that, you know, I really had to search for who I want to serve. You know what I mean? You got to ask yourself the who question at first. It's the first thing you got to do. Who do I want to serve? Well, there's, I want to serve. I want to serve humanity. I want to serve everybody. But you got to pick someone. If you're talking to everybody, then your voice falls deaf onto no one. 
I need to talk directly to somebody. So I'm going to talk directly to the people that are like me. You know, I was an addict. Um, I'm a recovering addict now. And uh, I was a, a construction worker, a painter, a union painter for probably about six years. But before that, for about 15, 20 years, I was a painter on my own, um, you know, house painter, commercial painter. I was at the core of what I was doing. I was a vinyl wall covering installer, um, a wallpaper hanger. Um, that was my trade. And of course, I picked the wrong trade. Uh, but, you know, just like that, like we were talking about, the creativity thing, the find a way no matter what. Uh, once once wallpaper died out, I had to find another way. So I had to pick up a brush, and I had to learn how to paint. You know, thankfully, my brother was a painter, so I was taught by by my brothers and some of the other people that I worked for, like you know Ray Gineco, that that fine tuned me to not accepting shoddy work. That you know fine tuned me in a way that it was unacceptable to walk away from something that wasn't immaculate that wasn't right on the money and so I give them props and thanks for for teaching me that but um, that creativity to to take that and apply it somewhere else I want to teach to to other people so I got way off on another direction there um, I'm sorry but you know when it comes back to sales funnels and how they how they uh, have changed things you know, just the ability to guide someone through the process that you want them to. You know, we, the regular websites are like, uh, you know, Russell says it best. I mean, that's the way it is. It's He says it like this. It's like a, a regular website is like handing somebody a brochure and walking away and hoping that they buy. Um, you know, so people come to your page and they look at 97 different products and they don't buy any of them or... Uh, they buy one, and then they leave, and you never get a chance to hear from them again. But with a sales funnel, I can put up an opt-in page, present them with one of the products I know that they like because they came from an ad or they came from a link that I directed them to, so I know they like the kind of product it is. They put in their opt-in. I get to collect their email so I can retarget them at a later date, uh, either for the product that they're looking at or for a completely different product that's still in that niche. Um, so I'm building my list. I'm able to build my list with a funnel. And then I can guide them through what's next in their journey, in their customer's journey. So, um, you know, I have the ability to put them into a one-click upsell. Say they, they buy my main core offer and, and uh, they, they, they accepted it. They click the button and now... Uh, they go to a, a one-time offer, an upsell, and now I have the ability to, you know, service them at a higher level. Uh, you know, but let's say they don't take that, and I can, uh, I can service them at a lower level, and, and you know, offer them something that maybe isn't as expensive or not as involved in the process. Maybe they're not ready for that yet. Maybe they're not ready to spend that kind of money yet. So. You know, then with with sales funnels, you've got uh, you know the pages that you can create with click funnels is just amazing. Um, you can you know you can put a thank you page, or you could decide to uh, create a members area 
you know what I mean? And, and then uh, deliver information products right there uh, in a members area or on a thank you page, you know, or even in an email. Um, it just it gives you so many more options to guide the customer journey. Uh, I really, uh, I really can't wait until I can, I can uh, point to what has worked and has successfully worked for me, and be able to tell you guys, you know, this is how I did it. You know, so but for now, we'll just keep tweaking and, and remember that we're only one funnel away. You know, just like Russell says, man, you're one funnel away. Well, from one funnel away from what? You're one funnel away from whatever it is that you would like to do. Whatever it is that you would, you know, what is, what's your dream? What message do you have that you want out there? What, what you know, you're one funnel away from that house you want to buy. You're one funnel away from that business you want to build. You're one funnel away from financial freedom. What is it for you? It's different for everybody. You know, he was trying to put something on the end of that when he was trying to create, you know, their main, their main saying, you know, that you're, you know, you're one funnel away from financial freedom or you're one funnel away from, you know, owning your own business, whatever it may be. But he looked at it like it's different for everybody. So you're just, you're one funnel away that you put in place behind that, whatever that dream is for you. You know, for myself, I am. I'm one funnel away from replacing my income as a painter because I haven't found anything out there yet that pays me as well. Um, you know, because I didn't have the knowledge for anything else, but now I've educated myself. Um, so and there's a lot of different ways I can go. I can create an agency that, you know, runs ads for people. I can create an agency that builds websites for people. I can create a, you know, a store that that's a general store that sells sells different products, which that's actually one avenue I'm going to go. But ultimately, I'm going to be driving sales funnels to drive traffic and get people's eyeballs onto those products in them stores. So, I don't know. I just wanted to drop another segment real quick and stay, uh, stay consistent, man. Remember, stay consistent and you know, I know I dropped two today, and I will be back again tomorrow. And uh, I hope you guys have a great night, and thank you for your time and attention. Peace.